Welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast, your weekly dose of strategies and mindset tools to build a business in alignment with your purpose and to get you playing a bigger game. I'm your host, Nicole Leno. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Lado, and we are here just by ourselves today. It is just you and me, a very intimate episode about money. One of my favorite topics, because there is so much that goes into how we create money, how we make money, how we earn money, whether we keep money or whether we don't, expenses, all of the things, so much of our lives revolves around money. And it's honestly, it's it's something that, I mean, I, I'm, I'm always continuing to work on this, but it's one of those things that it's the biggest hurdle for most people. And why is it the biggest hurdle? Because we have so many stories and beliefs around money that that honestly we don't even know we have. So I want to tell you a little story today about a belief that almost cost me well upwards of $15,000. 15,000 right away, but it almost cost me, I mean God only knows how much <laughs> after if I if I allowed this to stand in my way for any period of time it could cost me six figures. So I, I want to tell you this little story because I think that there is a misconception that once we work on ourselves, once we work on our beliefs that, that the work is over, that these things are gone, that we can let our guard down. And that's not to make you feel bad about it. It's just, it's actually to make you feel good about it. That if you have stuff, um, don't think that there's anything wrong with you. We all do. We just have different levels of it. It shows up differently. Um, what got in your way of you making $5 at one point might get in the way of you making $50,000 at another point, the same belief can get in the way. We're just raising the stakes. We're raising the numbers. We're raising that, that level around money. So let's dive into this. And I wanted to, like, I really wanted to share this because I'm a mindset coach. I feel like this is what I do. So, so even I have stuff come up and it's just, it comes up in a sneakier way. So if you are a very self-aware person, if you have done a lot of personal development work, you've done a lot of manifesting and energy work, you've worked on your beliefs, you, you intellectually and, and, and in a conscious way, you know the thoughts that you have, you know the beliefs that you have, but you don't know how to overcome them maybe, or you think you have by knowing about them, it will be enough. It, I hope this story helps dial you into ways that these things can be creeping up and you're not even realizing it, which that is just super interesting. <laughs> and, and it can be really invaluable for you to understand. So I hope that this, I hope that this conversation and this story kind of shines a light on things for you. So let, let's talk a little bit about it. Let me take you back. Um, this goes back, um, uh, you know, several months in my business. But I come up with a new offer. I had come up with this new offer. It was a high ticket offer. I came up with it. I felt super aligned. I was like, this is, I, 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 I didn't overthink it. I didn't, I didn't, you know, build sales pages and all of this stuff around it. I just started talking about it quietly. I started seeding it in certain circles. I, I started putting it out there, putting feelers out there, letting my, 
clients and people that I was working with in this realm know about it so that they could either purchase it or they could tell other people about it. So I end up getting some buzz around it and I sold the offer almost immediately. No sales page, no real content or anything around it. Just kind of like, hey, let's talk. And then these things just kind of organically unfolding. I was super excited about it. I had a lot of excitement around this offer, which is why it was not surprising to me when it sold. It was not surprising to me when things just started happening around it because I was so excited about it, because it felt so in my zone of genius. It felt like, of course, I would offer this. And of course, Someone would pay a lot of money for this. This was a high ticket offer. This is a private offer. This was not part of any group program or, or anything that a digital course or anything. This was a high ticket one-to-one offer um, that I really loved. So I was super excited about it. I, I sell it almost immediately. I get people to buy it. I, I'm 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 working with someone. I don't want to give too much away about it. I'm not going to go into the details of the offer and certainly not the people who signed up, but I I sell the offer almost immediately. And I'm super excited. I'm like, I can't wait to do this work. I can't wait to work with these people. These are the people I want to work with. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So I start working on it. And, you know, I'm, I'm really only people close to me know that this offer exists. This is like a, you know, not not a secret offer, but just something that's, that's creeping its way through my world. Of course, my husband knows about it. I'm like, came up with this offer. He's like, that's sounds amazing. That sounds exactly in your wheelhouse. And I'm like, "I, I love it. I love delivering it. I'm, I'm loving this work. And I love the people that are responding well to it, whether they bought it or not the buzz around it was was really great and exactly what I wanted to create. I was like, this, I'm onto something here. So all of that, we think that that's the work, right? We're like, oh my God, somebody bought. I, I, I made all this money. This is a huge leap for me. This is taking my business someplace else, right? Should be all great. I was like, all the, all the energy work I've been doing, I, I aligned with this thing. I was excited about it. I had a desire. I, I, I wrapped it around exactly what I'm supposed to around the core of what I'm great at. And I sold the offer for the amount that felt right to me, that felt expansive, that felt aligned for them and for me. So I sell it and I start delivering it. And then some time goes by. And I'm increasing the amount of work that I am making around it. The, the, and in, in software, we call this, because I have a software company, of course, we call it scope creep, where you have an idea of what something is going to be, and you then suddenly just start increasing it, increasing it, and increasing it. So in software, it's usually like you're adding these other features that starts out with this core idea. You have an outline and you have a project plan for building out these core features. And then you start adding other things onto it. And then before you know it, you go from a one to three month project turns into a two year project. That's what scope creep looks like. It starts out just creeping up by a month or two. And then the next thing you know, you're full blown into just a completely side project. It it goes off the rails. So I start to kind of create some scope creep around my offer. And nobody is asking me to do this. There is not a client that is telling me that they are unhappy there's not a client that is telling me that something isn't right. They're not asking for more. 
but I allow this to consume me. All I'm thinking about is this offer and how I'm delivering it for this, these people. And I am getting super stressed about it. I am creating more work. I am throwing things together and creating these other assets for it and just up and up and up and up with the amount of energy it's taking me and the amount of of work that I am creating for it. Okay. And so I, I'm I'm going through this and then some more people, someone messaged me one night. I was in my kitchen. And someone messaged me about the offer that they were interested in it. And I made kind of a noise <laughs> and my husband was cooking and he's like, what's up? And I'm I'm like, oh, someone's interested in, in this offer. And he's like, well, that's great, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to offer it anymore. And he's like, what? Why wouldn't you offer it anymore? Well, because it's becoming this, this, and this. Um, there's all of these extra things that I have to do. There's, It's taking a lot more time and a lot more effort. It's, it's just becoming, it's really stressing me out. I don't like delivering it. I'm really not enjoying it. And maybe it was just an experiment and something that I shouldn't go forward with. He and I proceed to talk about this for a little while, and we go into some of the details of the offer and what's happening. And while that is not important, as I'm talking to him, I am noticing something that I hadn't noticed before I was having this conversation with him. Because when it was happening in my head, I was just thinking about all the things I had to do. I was thinking about all the things I had to do to deliver this product, to deliver this offer. And as I'm talking to him, I'm realizing that none of the stuff that I'm stressed about, none of the deliverables, none of the work product, none of it, nothing that was stressing me out, none of the things that I wasn't enjoying were something that the people that I sold this offer to were expecting. None of it was part of the agreement that we signed. None of it was part of the the overall outline of the offer that I gave to them at the beginning. None of it. I created it. I created all the stress myself. And as I'm sitting there, I remember I'm sitting in my kitchen chair and I said, oh my God, this is, this is a belief. I am, I'm killing this offer with a belief that I thought I had cleared, or at least I had done a lot of work around it. And it honestly was not one of the things that I thought was one of the beliefs that held me back from earning before. And here's the belief. And this is a belief that a lot of people have. And it's one that, this is a very sneaky one. As I'm kind of trying to illustrate with this story is show you how sneaky this little belief can be. And here's the belief. I have to work hard for my money. So here I was with a complete home run offer. The offer where I say, this is the offer. People hear it. They go, yes, I'm in. I say, here's the price. They go, yep, I'm in. It's a price that I feel great about. They obviously feel great about it too. They sign on the dotted line. They pay their, they pay the fee. Everybody's happy, right? I'm happy. 
we start delivering it. They're like, this is amazing. This is incredible. I've gotten so much insight. I understand this. Oh my God. I can't believe what we've put together here. Everything. All great. And then I go away and I'm like, I have to do this for it. I have to, I have to, I have to deliver this. This is what I should be adding to this. This is what I should be doing in in addition to everything else that I'm doing already. Here's what I should be doing. I should be messaging them about this. Let me send her a Voxer. Let me do this. Let me do that. On and on and on, building it bigger and bigger and bigger. Why? Because in my mind, the amount of money that I was charging for this offer, it couldn't possibly be this easy. It couldn't possibly feel this good. It couldn't possibly, I couldn't possibly be worth this much money without killing myself for it. So what did I do? I gave myself scope creep. I added more and more and more stuff to this to the point because I couldn't give them their money back. I was delivering it. There's no reason to give them their money back. And that would seem ludicrous to my conscious mind. So what does my subconscious do? It says, let's add more and more and more stuff to this so that she never earns this much again. Because what happened? Someone wrote me about this offer and I almost turned it down. I almost told them, no, this isn't, this is not available anymore. I almost turned down $15,000. Why? Because I made it more work than it needed to be. I had engineered stuff. My subconscious had engineered it so that I would, it would feel so bad to me to deliver this product that I would never do it again. I almost talked myself out. I almost, I almost subconsciously, I self-sabotaged myself out of $15,000. It sounds crazy. It sounds ludicrous, but this is how our subconscious works. And this is how, if I, if I didn't have that conversation with my husband, maybe what I would have done is I wouldn't have lots of ways. We, we self-sabotage ourselves with these beliefs all the time. So maybe if I hadn't been standing there at that moment, I wouldn't have made a noise and he wouldn't have asked a question and I wouldn't have started the conversation and I wouldn't have talked out and been able to kind of coach myself through it through hearing myself out loud saying what was happening because I'm trained in this to hear that stuff as I was talking in the echo chamber of my head I was not hearing that because I wasn't having this argument I was just like it's so much work it's so much energy it's just it's all consuming I'm so stressed out that was all I was hearing were the complaints That was all I was hearing were the complaints. And when I started to speak about it out loud, which is why journaling is so, is so powerful, which is why um, having a coach is so powerful that they can hear the things that you're saying and point these things out and ask important and, and, um, and impactful questions around what it is that you're experiencing and why you're feeling the way you're feeling. But I was able to hear it in myself through having that conversation If I hadn't had that conversation, what I might've done is maybe I wouldn't have gotten back to the person who wrote to me. Maybe I would have, I would have dragged it out. Maybe I would have said it's not available now. Maybe I would have maybe not told them no, but I would have made it less desirable for them. So they would say no. 
right? So this is how it works. And this is how sinister these little, these tiny little thoughts can be. I have to work hard for my money. Why do I feel that way? Well, that's what I saw my whole life. And when I didn't work hard for my money, it felt like I didn't earn it. It can't be this easy. It can't flow like this. And why did it flow like this? Because it's around my zone of genius. Because my zone of genius flows out of me with such ease that it doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun. It feels like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm energized by it, not drained by it. That's what happens when you work in your zone of genius. And to me, that was translated into, well, to work like this, for it to feel this good, and for me to make this kind of money, those two things can't go together. It has to be hard. It has to be difficult in order for me to make this kind of cash. I should be stressed. I should be totally wiped out. I should be burned out to make this much money. No one person should pay me this much. Those were the beliefs underneath. And those were the beliefs, whether I could see them or not, that were were sabotaging the opportunity for me to make that kind of money again, to work in my zone of genius. And that is what the upper limit problem is all about. Now, if you're familiar with the the book, The Big Leap, that is by Gay Hendricks, this is the, his entire thesis in that book is that we all have upper limits around all the different things in our lives. How much love do we deserve? How much, how much money is it safe for us to earn? How much success is it safe for us to have? And we will create barriers and obstacles for ourselves to keep ourselves at that threshold. He calls it an upper limit problem. I have always referred to it as like an inner glass ceiling. So we have total inner glass ceilings of saying I shouldn't make more than this per year or I shouldn't have more than this per month or whatever that is for you. And then we have ones to say I shouldn't make this much in any period of time. It shouldn't be this easy for me. We have little ways of then knocking ourselves down below that inner glass ceiling. If we even appear to have busted through it, at some point to come out above it. So if you have an inner glass ceiling of $100,000 a year and then you make 120, the theory is, is that you will do something or something will happen in your life. You will engineer it with your energy or with your action to bring you back down and have you lose that $20,000 through expenses, through self-sabotage, where you won't be able to get as many clients. Maybe someone will leave. Maybe you'll have people not renew. Maybe you'll have someone ask for a refund. All of these ways that we are holding ourselves back. This is the definition of being stuck. Only this is like the achievers version of being stuck where we're doing lots of things where we, where we are achieving success. It seems that way. It feels that way, but we keep being knocked back down to this level. I had busted through a ceiling I had busted through an inner glass ceiling, say I should only make this much and no more on any given client. How are we going to do that? Well, let's make it super hard. So she can't possibly take on any more of them, or we've made it so miserable for her that she never takes on another one of these again. That is how it works. And that is how 
it goes unseen and undetected by so many of us because it feels rational. I made a choice. I don't want to work this hard. I don't want it to be like this. I want to see my family. I don't want to, I don't want to work 24 hours a day. But the question is, do you have to, or are you making it so? And that's how the beliefs play out. The beliefs make it seem like it's the external world creating this, but it's really, it's our internal beliefs and our internal operating system that is creating it for us. That is creating the external result. That is creating the stress. We manufacture it. So this is, this is, this is my work is all about clearing these beliefs. And so I worked my own process around these to to, to kind of fast forward. I worked my own process around these. I worked through the exact programs and processes that I put my clients through. I do it for myself. I also talked to my coach about it and I worked through it that way, but I have the tools for myself that I could use right away. I didn't have to wait for the call with her. I sat there and I, I journaled through all of my beliefs about it. I tapped through it and did my rapid relief technique around these beliefs and dug into where they really came from and the root cause of them all. Where do they originate from? And I got through all of that. And so I was able to take on that next client to be confidently and powerfully putting that offer out there and put greater boundaries and parameters around it so that I make sure I feel good about the offer. And I feel good about delivering it every single time. And that's, that is how we break the ceiling and we completely put it behind us. I shifted something in my energy around that number. I changed it. And that is what I want for everybody. And that is what I want for all the people that come into my world. That's what I want for every single one of my clients and every person who listens to this show. Because this is, this is how you change your life. This is how you change your world. It starts with the, it starts with the inner work, but it's also the outer work. It's the things that we do after we shift the inner being. It's the way that we put it out in the world. And there's always that dance of doing the work and then looking within and doing the work and looking within and asking ourselves, are we really making these decisions based on fact or are we making them based on fear? Are these truly the things that are happening in our lives because they are organic and they are so, or are we creating it in a cunning attempt to keep us where we are? And that is, that is the game and that is the work. So I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that you found this episode eye-opening as far as how, how beliefs can, can niggle their way into our best intentions and all of our carefully laid plans and everything that we put all of our energy in, how these little beliefs can go and start to try to unravel just everything that we tried to build. And and that it can be simple to see them and and start to dismantle these beliefs. And if you want to take this a step further, I'm actually going to be teaching at the time of this recording. Um, I'll be teaching something on October 27th. Um, I will be, uh, that is next Wednesday, I will be teaching a workshop called 
ditch your money shit. <laughs> and this is, this is a virtual event that will be held on zoom. It's not going to be in my Facebook group or anything like that. Um, we will be dropping the registration link in the show notes for you. If you would like to register for that event, where I'm going to actually show you how to find these beliefs, how, what are some of the common beliefs that hold us back this one? And there are others, um, how to find those beliefs, what those beliefs are, how they kind of get in our way and exactly the process that I use to break them down, clear them and move past them. When you can get this in your body and when you can make this your process, you can start to shift your world in major, major ways. And you will start to see things open up very, very quickly when you start to shift your energy around these beliefs. And when you can start to, this is how you can start to make your affirmations work. You can start to make all the manifesting work that you're doing about aligning with your desires and seeing what you want to create. This is how you do it is you get the other crap out of the way (laughs) that you get these beliefs that are tugging you backwards. You can cut your cord to them and start to truly soar forward. So that is what I want for you. If you are interested in that, please go to the show notes and click the link to register for that workshop. We are doing that on October the 27th. It will be very exciting and super impactful. And I hope that you can make it. And if not, maybe you know somebody who will, you can share that link and, and, and get it out there for other people who might see benefit from it. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this show and for making it all the way to the end. And remember, you are only limited by the limitations that you accept. And when you stop accepting those limitations, that is when you become limitless. Have a beautiful rest of your day, everybody. I'll see you on the next one. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more of this type of content and conversation in your life, please come check out our free Facebook community, Unlock Your Inner CEO, where you'll find next level entrepreneurs just like you. Go to innerceogroup.com to join. I'll see you there.